Welcome to Record of Change, a podcast featuring conversations with people around the world to understand how the ongoing coronavirus pandemic is shaping their lives. I'm Pratap Naya, your host for this episode. Today, we're talking to Alan Rocha, a sales professional who lives in Bangalore, India. Alan is a queer millennial who experienced a lockdown in Bangalore with his dog and his newly adopted cat. Alan says certain boundaries have been blurred in queer people's lives during the lockdown and in the absence of physical proximity to one another. The lockdown has also been especially trying for closeted queer people who live with their parents. Alan describes it as claustrophobic. One little side note before we head to the episode. In this episode, you may notice that the sound quality of the recording is inconsistent. We've had issues with internet connectivity, resulting in patchy recording of the episode. We apologize for it. My name is Alan. I'm based in Bangalore in India. I basically into sales and marketing and I currently work for Saint Gobain India. And I'm originally from Kerala in India, but yeah, I currently reside in Koramangala in Bangalore. I have a dog and a cat as companions. <laughs> I recently shifted during the lockdown as well. I mean, while the lockdown restrictions started easing out, I had shifted homes. And one main reason why I shifted too is that this area was more spacious and more dog-friendly neighborhood. So I felt a need for uh, more space, which became very apparent when I and the dog used to spend more time at home. So <laughs> need for space was quite evident. And yeah, so though my pets were quite happy to see me at home, but yeah, I felt like there was a need of space. Since initial during lockdown, yeah, I need to be, I was restricted inside home. Interesting. Uh, how did you hear about the lockdown? So actually we were hearing just of these news since uh, January and it was highlighted initially for us because the first case of Corona happened to be from Kerala where I come from. So by March, I think the cases started picking up in uh, in India in general. And Bangalore wasn't so affected, but we could hear cases here and there where in some IT parks, someone who traveled from abroad. So that time, the main stigma was scapegoats, basically, where people who traveled from abroad, they were considered to be, you know, untouchable salts because like, okay, you might be at a risk of getting me infected. But nothing of that sorts in and around me and Bangalore cases are very less, very negligible and very unlikely. So we, this was in the air, people were getting little. So my friend, so I have a couple of friends that I hang out with and one of them was already wary about the situation and was very precautious. And uh, he was taking all a lot of steps before it blew up to such a proportion to be safe. So we had a very normal week and I still remember we went to Kaban Park, we went for breakfast, we took a dog for the dog park for a stroll in the dog park, we went for a walk in Kaban Park. We came back and then that evening was when uh, our Prime Minister came on to the TV and announced that there's going to be a lockdown, which is unheard of, at least in my lifetime. And I don't think even my parents have gone through that. 
uh, where a complete lockdown where nobody's been allowed to step out. So that was a shocker. So I still remember I was a little bit calm and so was my other friend because my first main thing which bothered everybody was how will I get my essentials? How will I get the basic necessities? And there was a lot of uncertainty though the government kept telling us that everything will be normalized. There will be essentials provided. So I, I still remember telling my friends, I think we should just calm down and not go and uh, buy and stand in a queue. And because in that three hours before the lockdown was supposed to set in, I remember a lot of places were crowded with people just trying to ransack and get as much as and hold a lot of essentials. So they are, because at that point of time, we were supposed to think it was supposed to last for just two weeks. So, yeah, so at that point of time, it it was a total surprise. Everybody's sitting at home. The main thing I felt was we as boys who stay alone or cook and fend for ourselves, we have this habit of ordering in food or getting some certain stuff pre-packed from outside. So all that changed. So that was a big turning point, this lockdown, where everybody became self-sufficient cooks sharing recipes basically so yes mm. that was the onset of the whole <laughs> lockdown in yeah. india so when the when the lockdown happened you were not even allowed to go outside no uh, you're only allowed to go to buy essentials and uh, no going out without masks so the prop thing was though the lockdown was very strictly uh, mentioned with all these guidelines uh, what we saw in the first phase of lockdown and how, as days progressed was initially there was this fear in people about the whole the pandemic which happened. So nobody even stepped out. Even uh, if you could see uh, online deliveries shot up like crazy and there were no scheduled deliveries available anytime in the future because earlier, for instance, people who order food and groceries from an online uh, app called Big Basket. They used to get their deliveries done in, say, two days on the next day delivery. But all that changed because there was so much of heightened demand for everything to be delivered at your doorstep. Nobody wanted to step out. And uh, so, yeah, that changed. So nobody used to step out in the first two weeks of lockdown. Nobody used to uh, step out. Everybody was in the hopes that this will get contained. So let's do our part to be at home and not spread and not get infected and not even spread it. So that was a big, big notion of it. So during that first lockdown, everybody was in Bangalore. I have never seen Bangalore so empty. I used to take my dog just for a quick walk, just to buy milk in the morning. That's the only time I step out in the day. And you can see everybody used to be so apprehensive. They used to have, so there was no, there was no bifurcation of how much play, pace to be maintained. And these are local Girana shops. So they used to tie these ropes in front of their shops so that nobody comes really in close proximity to the shop owner. And and Bangalore, in general, uh, was a city where I found online payments were a very acceptable norm. Say Google Pay or Phone Pay, all these digital platforms where you pay them, UPI payments. And I think that also kind of uh, boomed because nobody wanted to exchange money either. So yeah, the first two weeks of lockdown was strict lockdown. I don't think anybody did 
stray from the guidelines given they were more worried about uh, because it's something new for all all of us so how do we get our essentials that was the main worry <laughs> so we should not run out of food that we don't want to have to go run out and get ourselves exposed mhm mhm and actually nobody even ventured out for an instance where it had to come to where you need to check social distancing because everybody was scared uh it was at the second leg of lockdown when it got extended in may in uh, april sorry that's when people started venturing out because by then everybody reached their boiling point of sitting in one place under <laughs> under one roof so yeah how is it uh, alan to be locked down can you describe your lockdown experiences how was it to you honestly speaking uh on a personal note i am a very uh, i would say a, like a lone wolf i don't mind staying by myself uh, the only thing was i could meet so the only time i meet my friends were during the weekends even even during normal times so that was something which was being missed out or going out and just you know just not being stuck at one place yes that was a little frustrating but i was not really uh, depressed or stressed out by the fact that i have to be locked in in the home throughout i work in sales so there's a lot of uh, traveling in and around the city which needs to be done and i used to dread sometimes doing that and i would be like i would love to work from home yeah but still i, I mean during uh, regular times you have the freedom to go out whenever you want to go meet friends and so on but this was extraordinary tell me about your uh, about your dog and your cat oh uh, my dog is now say uh, he's nearing 2 years and just before the lockdown so what happened was i live alone so my dog and me are just companions or roommates if you can call so when i used to go out for work he used to be predominantly alone at home so i thought okay i thought getting him an a companion would help him spend this time during the day when i'm not at home because he faces issues of separation anxiety where he gets little anxious when i leave i i was damn sure i was not going to get a, another dog for a companion say so i happened to go with a friend of mine and uh, he was getting few birds and that home from where the he was checking out to get some few birds there was a cat two kittens and the owner of the home was like yet put it up for adoption so i don't know at the spur of the moment i thought okay let me just adopt the cat and see how it goes so i just got the cat and she was just 2 months old and i brought her home and i think a four five days after that the whole lockdown situation started <laughs> so yeah Okay, usually uh, in cities like Bangalore, in any city in India, if you're a single man, it's difficult to find a flat, and if you're a single man with a dog, it's even more difficult. And if you're a single man with a dog and a cat, it's probably the most difficult thing to find a flat. But you uh, were lucky. So yeah, I was lucky because the landlord of this home is my dear friend. so that really helped otherwise finding a home uh, where dogs are allowed and cats are not much of a problem because people here find cats as rodents not as pets 
so they just think that they roam around out in the open but dogs is a nu- nuisance across bangalore it seems like your lockdown is is probably an ideal scenario your lockdown with your with the dog and your cat but there are other people like this friend of ours who is locked down with his mother and he's not uh, he's not out to his mother and he cannot meet his partner also are there other people like that can you can you uh, tell me his situation we want we won't name uh, his name can you tell uh, me a little bit about how his situation is i know a few uh, friends of mine who actually live with their parents uh, be it in kerala and few of them in bangalore and they are closeted they are not out to their parents so the whole no so they can't step out saying that i'm going to meet some friends of mine because at that point of time that was not a norm to be doing so it was very difficult for them because first they're not getting to meet any of their friends and also from friends from that community or even dates or people who were they just started so my situation also if you see i i was i'm actually in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend he he resides in chennai and i in bangalore so we meet each other alternatively in a month every month we meet and either i go to chennai or he comes to bangalore so this lockdown situation also caused a disruption to that because we were just basically 6 months into the relationship or dating each other and getting to know each other before this whole thing disrupted the whole situation so even this september actually makes it a year and we tell each other that 6 months cannot be counted because it's just gone up in the air so i'm sure like me there are a lot of others who are facing a similar situation more more in for the fact because now since you are at home you don't really have the freedom to talk freely as well because when you have your folks around you they keep uh, they either eavesdrop on what you're talking or they are always around so you don't get to talk freely when you're not open and out to your parents because uh, it's not always that we talk all rosy polite languages <laughs> so we do discuss a lot of scandalous things as well privacy is not a notion uh, in indian joint family no it's not so that is something which i'm sure uh, because i don't i would would have felt really claustrophobic if i would have had this lockdown if i was at home because i'm used to staying by myself and i have this sense of privacy which i can go back to my comfort space but if i was at home though i'm out to my parents but i still cannot freely talk about these things or even if i talk normally i don't have that sense of privacy that i need for myself so i can talk or be myself or be free and do whatever i want to because you're living under their roof so they will keep an eye on you so i'm sure a lot of lot of my friends or a lot of other people in the community are facing this issue because they are living with their parents so, so i am i'm and there were situations also where uh, their parents were came visiting them for just a week or so they were supposed to return back and because of the pandemic they are stuck in bangalore living <laughs> living with them for a longer period of time because they can't go back so yeah it it has caused a lot of inconvenience and uh, loss of privacy especially for those who are closeted yes because mm. they have to be more on the vigil that they can't be free so how has a, a lockdown and the pandemic curtailed 
other freedoms in your in your life particularly in a, in a queer person's life you are you are in a long distance relationship yet you go out uh, for drinks you meet other people do you go on dates all that has been completely shut down or are you still meeting people when i started dating him i was in a close relationship i was not meeting anybody and my close friends are the only ones i used to meet so this 6 months actually as uh, we both haven't uh, had sex uh, in 6 months and it has been really uh, a dry spell if you can put it like that so i think recently we just decided that okay uh, we don't know how the situation is going to be we real, and sex is a need so uh, we don't want to impose any restrictions on each other where uh, we are, we get frustrated basically and it will strain our relationship in the long run so we just recently decided okay let's opt for an option where we go open and we meet people socialize to or even have uh, one night stands or sex with others so that we don't frustrate and strain our relation so that's something which we recently decided and actually he's coming to meet me after 6 months this month so we'll have a sit down and talk about the do's and don'ts because i have never i have done this before and did not end well so yeah so i think a sit down with a clear instruction on do's and don'ts that will help mhm so you've not met any uh, new people in the past 6 months no i haven't first of all i think the whole uh, hookup culture all came to a full stop during the pandemic i think i think people who have been even just in a dating phase not tied down to a relationship or even just on a hookup spree they can't do anything so because i i remember uh, after the lockdown uh, started initiated in just two weeks i used to get messages from people i haven't spoken to for months because i think everybody was just very sexually frustrated because <laughs> they were just sitting at home and uh, self help can only take you so far right so i remember the amount of uh, messages from people which i'm not i'm sure it's just not me but others also would have gotten where people were just reaching out to others and the whole concept of call over over the voice changed into video calls which became the norm because earlier video calls were considered to be a very uh invasion of privacy is like why is this guy calling me on video call it is only if you are comfortable and you know it's a known person people go into a video call but that has changed now everything the norm is now video call you just if you're calling means you're going to do a video call with the other because i think that brought down the distance uh between yeah. people during the pandemic yeah it has blurred the boundaries correct yeah. because now people know that you're home you're not traveling you're just home you might as well answer uh, the call that's that's very interesting so you have uh, you must also have a lot of single friends who uh, could not meet and date other people in this uh, pandemic how are they taking it other than the messages that you received of course i have a friend who's single most of my friends are all uh, taken so he found it difficult because he had just thought okay let him let me just put myself out there and start dating and see how it goes because he was also uh fed up of the culture of just sleeping around he thought he wants to do something meaningful and see how it goes i mean not with the idea that he needs to pursue that rigorously but he just wants 
or keep himself open so that came to a standstill and yeah it was difficult for him and on top of that he is a doctor and at that point of time doctors are considered to be a very taboo thing in india because you are the direct source to a patient in tell me about that tell me about that why why are doctors considered uh, taboo i mean uh, even my even he faced it and he was also a little because everybody had a notion that okay now people working in a hospital are in close proximity to this infection and i do not want to interact with anybody who can get me the infection so if if suppose i get had turned positive and i did recover but still i'll be considered as a you know a black mark in the society and nobody would want to come and talk to me just keep a distance from me they would help me for sure but they would all want to keep a distance from me because they they were really really scared about the disease back then but the pandemic when it started so he found it tough to so he couldn't really go and say that i am a doctor because earlier being a doctor everybody was like okay wow i have someone at my disposal that i can go for a quick medical advices but that really changed people were kicked out of their own homes rented homes that they were like go find another place to live so yeah mm. it was difficult for him so even if he had a chance and there were people in during the lockdown that took risks of meeting people still but he was still in a category of people that people still think twice the ones who take risk of meeting others will think even twice for that because he's a doctor who has a chance of who has high chance of uh, infections because he's in the field fighting yeah. the pandemic you said uh, you were in a sales job and it involves involved a lot of travel before the pandemic started before this lockdown came upon us and now you're working from home and it must have affected you were mentioning that it has affected your work yeah so uh, me being in sales and any sales person would agree to this predominantly our work is where we convince and it's a mostly a face to face interaction where we meet people in person whether it be a pitch or any problem resolution yes we we can do a segment of work through our calls but if something needs to be done in per se it it has to be face to face so that really changed so first of all when the lockdown got uh, imposed that brought the business to a standstill there was nothing to do nobody knew what to do so company was in scrambles trying to figure out what to do next because at the start of the lockdown when it is started in march um, end of march we have a notion that it was only going to last for two weeks so company took this as an opportunity of two weeks to just introspect break down and let's think of strategies of how to come out of it never did they think that it would prolong for two months so nobody did so every business got impacted so but at this two months i think the whole uh, company's way of working changed everything has mostly turned into a virtual meeting so yeah now we are still learning to get into the new normal of only virtual meetings getting things done virtually i think which was never uh, something which was a norm in sales or which, which used to happen in sales predominantly in it sales probably but uh, not in uh, sales of fmcg goods uh, you know real estate 
imagine now uh, the builders they were saying that since customers are not stepping out even after the lockdown is open and they are coming and seeing the mock up flats of apartments that they want to buy virtually so they are taking a video and they just take around and show the whole mock up flats so that they can get to see so they are not coming and visiting in person okay from a colleague of mine who is in the building builder segment you were saying actually uh, purchasing homes were on a spike during the lockdown so people who were uh, uh, not about the spike in purchasing also the enquiries which is happening spiked because people were sitting at home so they had thought okay let's just uh, we had this in the back burner we thought we'll just take it up front and do it right now so they were saying that they were getting a lot of enquiries regarding sales uh, i mean virtual tours of the apartments enquiries about the apartments so that didn't really slow down the only thing which slowed down for the real estate here was that construction came to a standstill so everything is now on a rut people are uh, just is trying to accept that yeah there is a pandemic going on in the background but i cannot stop living i need to survive so the pace of life is basically slowed down in bangalore correct correct so that actually uh, slow slow down and people start to appreciate the beauty because bangalore was known as the garden city and unfortunately yes the garden is diminishing year by year but i think uh, during the pandemic time they got to appreciate whatever is left to enjoy and mm-hmm. yeah so yes mm-hmm. but now things are picking up in bangalore uh, okay when do you think you'll be able to go back to office or be able to meet your clients see i'm still going out so when the unlock happened uh, way back in may i mean early late may june we were already going out in the market uh, the unlock had started in june is when the government decided in grades how they will open up the economy so in may unofficially uh, they eased certain restrictions so only people with urgency for the need to travel used to travel and commute in the month of may so when june when things opened up things changed basically so then people started going out actually for work reporting for work in the office with limited capacity and with alternating shifts just in the month of september uh, in bangalore the malls were allowed to open up after so many months of closure so but the thing is as soon as the malls open up in chennai they did their record sales so i think it always puzzled me because i don't know where people wear clothes and go these days because even i don't know where to wear my good clothes to so sometimes i just wear something and just go to my just my friend just lives close by but i just wear the good clothes and just go there because i don't know where else i can wear because i we don't go out anymore but yeah a lot of people are actually leveraging the lot of discounts and things which is happening to just at least boost things up there's a reason why it's called retail therapy no? <laughs> yeah therapeutic it is therapeutic definitely in that sense good to know anyway, it was lovely talking to you alan yeah thank you so much. much for spending the time to talk to me and we will talk to you in the next season i'll i'll reach out to you in a month or so that was alan We will return in the second season with live updates and on the situation in Bangalore.
week, Fida Shuraf, who lives in the Gaza Strip and works for an NGO, will talk to my colleague Matthias on the effects of COVID in Palestine. Stay tuned. Follow us on your favorite podcast provider and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube or our website recordofchange.com. This podcast is implemented with and by members of the Bosch Alumni Network, a community that brings together former and current fellows, grantees and staff members of the Robert Bosch Stiftung and its partners. Thank you.